You're listening to the Digital Barbell Podcast. We believe that if you work hard, you deserve results, and that your training and nutrition should enhance your life, not take it over. Our mission is to provide you with a clear path to health and fitness through education, connection, coaching, and accountability. We are your hosts, Jonathan and Blakely Fletcher, and we are here to serve you. If you like what we're doing, please subscribe to this podcast and leave us a five-star review so we can reach more people. You can find us daily on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Digital Barbell. Now, let's get to today's topic. All right, guys, welcome to the Digital Barbell Podcast. Thanks for being here. It's a cold morning out here in Texas. Hope you had a great week. Yesterday was Halloween. You can tell we're recording this on Wednesday. Welcome to a lot of the new clients that started this week. We rolled out the eight-week physique program mm-hmm. that started this week. We have several custom clients starting this week and next. I feel like sometimes we don't do a great job of just reminding people yeah. that um, we do accept applications for new clients. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's uh, we don't promote ourselves a lot, but if you are already working out, you're not getting results, you know you should be working out, but you don't know what to do, just send us an application. Let's get on the phone and talk. Let's see what you're doing now and how we can help. Uh, I'll put a link for the application you can fill out. It's not a pressure situation, just a conversation to see if we're a good fit for Mm -hmm. you. We have a good episode for you today. We're gonna be talking about the first seven things that you should buy to start working out at home. A timely episode because Black Friday sales are already hitting your inbox. Crazy. Right it's now. November 1st. Holy smokes. Rogue already started their matte black yeah. sale. And I think they have another one that comes out a little bit closer to Black Friday. But anyway, the price on stuff is going down. Maybe you work out at a gym right now and you mm-hmm. know you'll be more consistent if you work out at home. We're going to get into all the details yeah. of this. But before we get into <clears throat> that, of course, we have a sponsor for today's episode. We're sponsored by Purina Pure. Purina Pro Plan dog food. <laughs> and we don't even use this dog food. We feed yeah. our dogs something else. This, but this dog food just like caught has caught my attention lately. And I was telling Jonathan about it the other day. They they base the, the commercials just like shows really active dogs, you know, jumping, chasing balls, you know, whatever chasing active dogs tail. doing. And the whole the, the like their their like slogan is like imagine what nutrition can do or like the like power of nutrition. the power of good nutrition like imagine what your dog is capable of with good nutrition and it's it's true it's true for people <laughs> it's really true it's why true for it, us <laughs> why is it so easy to like care about the health of your dog yeah. and want to give your dog the best <clears throat> but for your own self it's like you know if i have time i'll yeah i'll, you know, I'll work pre- on my nutrition I'll prepare my own food or if i have time i'll take care of my health yeah. with exercise anyway you should check it out if you if it catches your eye it's new it's, it is new, the pro plan commercial it's been on a lot we've been watching the world series and stuff and so it's it's been on tv a lot or something but anyway i will say though just on on a serious note too like if you're somebody who has worked out a lot but you've never really dove into uh, like how should you be eating yeah not only for like weight gain or loss but for performance it is super super powerful Mm -hmm. like the changes you'll see in your not only your physique and your energy levels but in your performance in the gym your digestion your like sustained energy throughout the day where you don't feel like you need a nap and you're not going up and down and up and down all that lies in proper nutrition so give it its due respect even if you want to treat it as like a challenge or a temporary thing that you try 
see see the effect that it can have mm -hmm. and the results you get will encourage you to like go figure out more i have a feeling yeah. quick recap on the rogue invitational last weekend in round rock texas um I mean, we don't have a lot of highlights to reveal <laughs> from the actual event because... We only went one day, actually. <laughs> we went one day. Um, Out of three. It was cold. It got cold. It was raining even when it wasn't cold. Well, Friday, Friday, I was still like getting over having the cold. Jonathan got me. Right. So I was like, on, honestly, not 100% up for going. So we, it was on, we, were, we, we got there, but we didn't go. We just stayed in the camper. We worked. And I, I kind of got behind on work last week because of my, because of getting sick. So yeah. anyway. Um, actual you, highlights though. Saturday was awesome. Yeah. The max deadlift the max competition deadlift was amazing. It was really, really it was just, cool. It was so fun to watch. And then um, I think it was just cool in general to see Laura Horvath win, despite mm -hmm. Tia being there. And, like, you know, everybody was kind of wondering, like, how's she going to do when she goes head to head with the former champion? Yeah. Well, I, as, as, as we watched it, my my whole like ideas of this who I wanted to win changed because I was like what Tia has done is amazing yeah. she had a baby six months ago mm -hmm. and she is performing at the top level even if she yeah. got beat by just by a few points the fact that she is yeah. competing at this level and I think it's she was impressive. here to like test herself to see if she's ready to do CrossFit Games again but man I have yeah, a feeling based amazing. on that like there's a good chance she's going to win the CrossFit Games <laughs> again yeah, with more time yeah. to train before the next yeah. uh, games. But then other highlights <clears> is we we finally got to meet uh, EC Sinkowski in person mm -hmm. and get to talk to her for quite a while. Like you know we've met virtually many times, been on each yeah. other's podcast, but that was a lot of fun to get to connect with her in person. And then totally randomly, we were standing there watching the One Rep Max deadlift event. I looked to the side and there's this guy shooting video content um, of just certain people. He would only kind of engage when certain people were doing their lifts. And I was like, I think this is the head videographer from Think Tank Training who used to be the video producer for the old Barbell Shrugged podcast. If you remember way back in the day, his name is Chris. He goes by CTP, but he's really good friends with Alex Macklin. And we had just heard Alex tell us a story when we were all together at ACL about something they did crazy together. So ended up like asking if it, are you, Hey, are you Chris? I think you're Chris. So ended up talking to him for a long time and that was just really cool. No one knows what you're talking about. <laughs> I think it's cool because like, I mean, yeah, like 2012, I started getting into this podcast and like, yeah. you know, you finally get to meet the person that you've been listening to all this time. So anyway, it was a really cool experience. Yeah, it's always cool to go. Hopefully next year it's like a little bit better weather and we can. It's been good weather every year. This is just the yeah. one year it was rainy. This was an hope it doesn't give a bad impression of them moving it from Austin, but yeah. Yeah. All right. We're going to get into this list. Let's do this. All right. So the first seven things that you should buy to start working out at home. And we actually listed these out in order that we in think order you of should. Importance. Yeah. Go buy these things. In well, let's, let's talk about why you even want to work at home. Yeah. Work out at home first. Like, what are some of the benefits of working out at home? What have you found? You can wear whatever you want. <laughs> There's that. But really, like, <laughs> some people don't ever go to the gym because they're intimidated that, like, they have to look a certain mm -hmm. way or people are going to be watching what they do or, um, you know, afraid about that their form isn't going to be right and people are going to be judging them yeah i think post covid like i know a lot of clients don't want to go back to a gym because they're afraid of getting sick maybe mm -hmm. not even covid related but you know <laughs> there's a lot of germs yeah in gyms if you're in your own garage gym and you lay back and get sweat on the bench like not such a big deal you go to do a set of dumbbell bench at uh, 24 hour fitness or sweat all over the bench you're like you're oh like, gross oh, I just yeah. move on and do something else so yeah. I think all those things are important mm -hmm. 
and I mean, it's in your house. Yeah, the like, time, the, the the time. I mean, like commute time. Like if you have, if you go to an hour class, you know, there's the commute time there, the commute time back. Mm-hmm. At least a two hour plus block has been taken from going to the gym. Whereas if you're just like, if it's in your house, you walk out. It probably doesn't even take an hour. Yeah, and you're on your way. Yeah, like if you know your out, your workout is going to take an hour, <clears> and you're going to a gym, whether it's a a, a group class or just like a globo gym like yeah. you probably need to set aside two hours for that hour-long right. workout if it's in your basement or in your garage you're at an hour mm-hmm. to get your hour-long workout done and all that does is lead to more consistency yeah. which as we've talked about many many times that is the secret to getting great results over time mm-hmm. is increased consistency and if you're if you we've, we've talked about this a lot but if you're if you're used to working out with a group it does it will it, you will have some like growing pains mm-hmm. of like of working out by yourself but I've I've really learned to like it. I like I like the freedom and the flexibility of being able to work out in my own mm-hmm. space whenever I want with my own things. Yeah, yeah. You get to, you get to arrange it in the way that you mm-hmm. want that fits your like your style of training. Yeah, I'm. I'm it's and it's a great investment. Like yeah. you know, it's it's an investment. It's investment in yourself. It's an investment in your health. Mm-hmm. And you, I mean, it's something you could actually like sell. Yeah, like right. I feel like gym equipment does not like really like you're not going to lose money on these these things. Like we've I've purchased. Some, one of my first ever rowers and we've sold it for almost the same amount you know like high quality you can have these yeah and and i think like as we go through this list we'll talk about the quality of things to get and i think it is worth spending money on getting high quality things that will last that you only have to buy one time Mm -hmm. a decade or so you know yeah and uh that they hold their value yeah all right so first let's go through it first thing on the list what do we have dumbbells I don't know, maybe some people are surprised <clears throat> that mm-hmm. this was the first thing, but it, they're just the most versatile thing you can use, pretty much. Mm-hmm. The barrier to entry is really low. Um, and I would even say, like, more specifically, you might be tempted to go cheap or buy an adjustable set of dumbbells right off the bat just because you get, you know, so many different weights in one dumbbell but i would actually say that's a mistake yeah and to invest in getting a graduated set of actual dumbbells and i would even more specifically say the rubber hex hex dumbbells dumbbells where it's like a black hexagon on either side of the dumbbell and you buy them in pairs Mm -hmm. you know we have the adjustable dumbbells for travel um the bad thing is like they go up to 50 pounds and anytime you want to move them from place to place you have to move them when they weigh 50 pounds so that that gets a little bit old because they're heavy <laughs> um they're awkward to hold because the handles are a weird shape they're awkward to well the shape of them is a 50 pound dumbbell it's like the size of a 50 pound dumbbell and then the, the weight just right. decreases so even if you have 10 pounds on there it's this huge object yeah so they're very point. awkward to use um and ours unfortunately we got ones that only change every 10 pounds so you mm-hmm. can go from 10 to 20 to 30 so you have fairly big jumps in there right you know I more commonly would grab like a 15 or a 25 mm-hmm. or 35. So you don't have those five pound increments. Yeah. Yeah. So the reason that we say um, get the get the rubber hex dumbbells is th- the size, the handle size. They're durable. They're, stu- they're durable. You could, if you drop them on the ground, they're not going to break. Um, and they're sturdy. Like we do, we you know program a lot of things for people where like sometimes you have the dumbbells on the ground mm-hmm. and, and they're not rolling around on you. Yeah. Um, Another kind of adjustable dumbbell are the ones where you buy just the metal handle and then you load the metal plates on and put the clamps on and everything. Mm -hmm. Definitely don't recommend that for 
for home yeah. use like you're more often going to be like i don't want to hassle with changing it i'll just skip this exercise and you could never do anything like you're talking about mm -hmm. where you're like doing a deficit push-up or a renegade row or a devil's press or yeah. anything like that it wouldn't be safe to do it that way yeah so what, one of the most important things when you're getting dumbbells is to have a variety of sizes so you don't have to start off with every size mm -hmm. you can definitely increase your weights as your strength increases but to start off with enough sizes where you could do light things like reverse flies shoulder presses and heavy things like squats and deadlifts mm -hmm. so you want to think about where you are in your strength journey and what yep. sizes you would need to start with and give yourself some 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 ranges there to grow as well and i would say like you know you could probably skip some of the in-between sizes and the yeah, really light weights. Five, every five increments. But when it starts getting heavier, that's when you need to think <clears throat> yeah. about getting increments of five. Like you probably don't need like a 10, a 12 and a half, a 15, a 17 and a half. Like, yeah. no, you could probably go straight from a five to a 10 to well, a 15 to five. a 20. Yeah, forget five. the five. Like some people may even be able to go from a 10 to a 20 guys at least. Um, mm -hmm. But anyway, the point is like, if you, if time, if money is limited, skip some of the smaller increments in the lighter weights. What yeah. would you recommend like as like a, a beginner set for most ladies? I would go 10, 15, 20, 25 is a great set there. And then you will eventually grow and need that 30, 35 mm -hmm. for ladies. Yeah. Um, I think guys probably would want to at least go up to 40, mm -hmm. if not 50, because, you know, you'd be surprised how quickly you can get strong on things like dumbbell bench press and dumbbell deadlifts. So yeah. the 50s would come in handy pretty quickly. So if you're ready to invest in these, the, the I think the weights we would recommend would be like get a 10, a 15, a 20, a 25, a 30, a 35, a 40, and then a 50. Mm -hmm. We don't have 45s. Um, we have kettlebells that weigh 45 pounds, so we can use those if needed. So, and I think that that's like that one weight where you can eventually jump from 40 to 50 for a lot of things like dumbbell rows and things yeah. but that's that's a, i think that's a good starter set and then you have you know some 65s and 75s yeah. and things like that but and i would say like you know these take up a lot of space <clears throat> mm -hmm. sometimes so look for a used rack or build a rack out of wood for yourself but don't just like try to spread them out on the floor in one big long line try to tier them so they take up less floor space and they'll be easier to pick up off the rack than getting them off the ground every single time too mm-hmm all right. I'll send you a, um, a picture of our dumbbell rack if you need just <laughs> a basic in. idea of how to do one out of wood. All right. Second thing on the list is a bench. You got the dumbbells. Let's get a bench yeah. so we can start doing some different exercises with these things. With the bench, we can add in some bench press. I mean, you can do floor press. You get you get more range of motion with a bench press because mm -hmm. so your your elbow can drop below the bench. You can support yourself for dumbbell rows. You can do supported flies. Mm -hmm. um, you can you can use it as a step. You can use it as a box. You know, in lieu of a box, um, if you have a sturdy enough one. You can prop one end of the bench up to mm -hmm. do chest supported rows. And I wouldn't even waste the money on an adjustable bench. We've had incline-decline yeah. benches before. They're heavier. They're more cumbersome. They're awkward to move, to move around. around. Um, and you're just not going to incline and decline them very often, so save and, your money. But when we do, like, we have the flat bench, and when we need to incline, we just prop it up on a box. And it's super sturdy, mm -hmm. and we feel comfortable with it. Yeah. Yeah. And these, there's even some brands of benches on line for sure on amazon um that the legs will fold underneath so mm -hmm. if like you really are short on space and you're using your room for things other than working out when you're not working out yeah you can fold it down slide it under a couch 
whatever. They're not quite as sturdy as a welded unit, of course, yeah. but we have a lot of clients that have them. Your mom has one mm -hmm. and they work perfectly fine. We've used it many times when we've been yep. at their house. Mm -hmm. All right, third on the list, bands. So bands are great for warm-ups. Bands are great for um, travel. Mm -hmm. They are cheap. They last a long time. They're just a great thing. I, I pretty much, every program that we write, I have like TheraBands. I'm not, and I'm not talking about the loop bands. I'm talking about the like single length mm -hmm. bands. And they usually come in three different strengths um, that you can use for like face pulls, band pull-aparts, curls. It just It's a great accessory. Yeah. The the <clears throat> your, the loop style bands like they can do a lot of the same things that mm -hmm. the their bands do but like a lot of times if you're doing something with the loop band there's a lot of extra band that you're not actually using for the exercise and it just it's gets like in the way around. and it's kind of flopping around <clears throat> and they're if you hold them with both it's it's a little bit too strong for like pull aparts and face pulls and some of the things that you're doing right so um, now that we're going to talk about another piece of equipment in here in a second, but if you're mm -hmm. trying to get better at pull-ups, then you need to buy the loop style bands because the other yeah. the thera bands are not going to help you get better at pull-ups. Um, in addition to your bands, a hip circle. So this is in the same grouping. Hip circle is like a brand name made by Mark yeah. Bell, but tell everybody what the point of the hip the circle is. The hip circle is. is a tight, and I would always recommend the fabric band. Mm -hmm. We're going to have to have a list of all this stuff so people know <laughs> what we're talking about. But I would always recommend the, the fabric hip circle, and it's something that you can put, you step into it, and you pull it up above your knees, and you do things like like a squat and it, mm. what it's doing is it's it's like putting resistance on your legs and so you're trying to force your your like you know your squat position into this band um we do like side steps monster walks uh glute bridges yep. i pretty much definitely in the abs arms and you know the rest program there's tons of hip circle in there so the physique program there's hip circle i i use the hip circle for warm-ups love it yeah and that's another great one for travel mm -hmm. too like it sometimes can be hard with travel to like really get a good leg workout in but having the hip circle yeah. can make a big difference for mm -hmm. that all of our clients that These are, yeah. see their finishers with the, <clears throat> the hip circle finishers know exactly what we're talking about so if you had dumbbells a bench and the therabands and a hip circle you could jump in and do any of our programs or our our coaching yeah. like that 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 is like the basic set right mm -hmm. there with a variety that, of that's dumbbells. your general, that's your general pack. starter package <laughs> that, that you are set you could hit the warm-ups you could hit the finishers and get all the yeah. get all the strength bodybuilding and conditioning in them in between yeah. but we do have some more things on the list yes this will um, get you to a certain point and then if you want more here's mm -hmm. what else you need yeah number four a squat rack with a pull-up bar. Our very first squat rack that we bought, we bought one that didn't have a pull-up bar on it. Mm -hmm. So when we had to buy another one, we made sure that we did. It's a great way to like get a really an extra piece of equipment. Yeah. Because you can buy the door mount pull-up bars. Or you the can, wall mount. The wall mm -hmm. mount. But um, having it on your um, squat rack is just a great... I don't know. It makes your squat rack feel a little bit steadier. Yeah. And it's just nice to have everything there all together. The good thing about having a pull-up bar is like there basically is no other piece of equipment you could have at home without spending a lot of money that will replicate the muscles that you get to work and the strength you get to build with a pull-up bar. Mm -hmm. You could buy a lap pull-down machine, <laughs> get ready to shell out like a thousand or two thousand yeah, dollars, and have a big, big floor print of space right. taken up in your gym. Also, having a pull-up bar gives you a, a place to loop your bands on top mm -hmm. of for things like face pulls and band pushdowns. Yeah, you could hang rings from the pull-up bar on your squat rack for ring rows and for dips mm -hmm. and all that kind of stuff. 
So when you buy a squat rack, look for one that comes with a pull-up bar. I mean, if you're if you're like a CrossFitter, this this kind of pull-up bar might not work out for you. If they're they're you can't really adjust the height right. so they're a standard height off the ground there's th at the top of the pull-up bar jonathan has to like really pull his legs up to do a pull-up but if we're just talking about for general strength and strict pull-ups and strict pull-ups these are these are fine they will work fine our pull-up bar actually has like a regular size and then like a fat bar so you can you know adjust your width yeah and things like that if you're training <clears throat> butterfly if you're, yeah this is not the pull-up bar for you it's two pull-up bars like that are yeah. on top of each other you're not going to really be able to do kipping pull-ups yeah. on this thing but so that's not our general client um on looking for a squat rack you have a lot of different options there's everything from um just your traditional rack with two uprights to half racks which is like four uprights but they're kind of close together and then there's power racks which are four like posts that are kind of like a cage and you work you do your squats and your bench presses inside the two sets of posts because there's safeties that go in between mm -hmm. to like catch the weight if you were to fail you know for 99 percent of our clients they don't have uh, power racks at home they take up a much larger footprint mm -hmm. they're more expensive and a little bit of overkill so if you're just getting into working out at home i would just get a a, a reputable brand squat rack with two uprights and the pull-up bar mm -hmm. and call it good enough um of course some of our favorite brands are rogue <laughs> of course um rep fitness makes high quality stuff titan makes high quality stuff just be careful of you know the stuff that looks like it's made of really really thin steel if you go to like academy or dicks or a place like mm -hmm. that flick the uh, material and see if it feels like it's made of like aluminum foil or not and steer clear of those brands not only it might not be as safe but you're not going to get any money for it if you ever wanted to sell it on the back yeah. end too all right. Next on the list. Barbell and plates. We've comboed these together for a yeah, reason. Oh, yeah. No need to have plates if you don't have a barbell. No need to have a barbell if you don't have anything to load it with. But but I think it's a common mistake people <clears throat> make is they go buy a barbell. and like. Well, <laughs> the reason that this is number five and not number four is that, to me, there's no reason to buy a barbell if you're not going to also invest in the squat rack. Because you can only do so much with a barbell on the ground. You yeah. can't. You can do basically deadlifts mm -hmm. and that's it you know you can't you can't do squats over a certain weight because you can't get that bar on your back you can't you know you, you can do, do presses up to a certain weight. you can yeah. do presses but overhead press you can't do bench press <clears throat> so um that's why this is under squat rack yeah. so so um, what uh what would you recommend as far as barbell like between males and females that are buying going out to buy a barbell like, should you go with a male or female yeah. barbell? Mm -hmm. I mean... Some of the barbells don't actually have sexes, but <laughs> what, are, what are the differences? So, there, there's, two di there's two different barbells you can get. There's a 45-pound barbell. That's a, just your standard barbell. And then there is a... They call it a woman's barbell or a Bella barbell if you get it from Rogue. And it's a 35-pound bar. The benefit of it is it has a, a smaller diameter mm -hmm. for a smaller woman's hand. Yeah. I mean... I started with a men's barbell. You can, you if you if you work out, if there's two people working out, it's a guy and a girl. You just can afford a one barbell. Just go with the 45 pound barbell, and you're going to be fine. If 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 you're a female and you're working out by yourself and you're investing, I would go with the women's barbell. I prefer those. I mm -hmm. like they're easier to move around. I like the width. Um, yeah, you got to watch like out that. too. Like 
I've noticed <clears throat> some of my clients have gone out to buy barbells and they've like gone to a sporting goods store or bought them used and they're an odd weight. Yeah. Like 33 pounds, 47 yeah. pounds. So be careful of like these odd brands that you've mm -hmm. never heard of that there actually are 45 or 40 or 35 pounds. It just make your life easier when you're trying to keep track of how much weight you're lifting, especially if you're yeah. working with a coach. I mean, to be honest, like going to a site like Rogue and like we said, like spending, spending a little bit of money for the quality products. I think is it's number one. It's going to last. We've had I, I have my same barbell that I purchased. I still use mm -hmm. today. I purchased this sucker in like 2010. Yeah, and it's 2023. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and I still use it. Money so well spent. that was money well spent. I still have the first rower ever bought in like yeah. 2011. You know, like and I've all, I've pretty much all bought all our equipment from Rogue, and in it is quality. Mm. Like I basically sold everything I bought at my gym for more than I paid for it. And yeah. that was thanks to COVID, but all that stuff has held up. Yeah. Anyway, I would say spiel over on that. <laughs> um, well, let me say something about the plates you're going to get. Okay. So, okay. You got, you got the barbells, you got 45s or 35s, depending on your preference there, 45 mm -hmm. pound barbell or a 35 pound barbell. Um, and then, Oh, you want to talk about what kind of barbell to get? I was just going to say like, Test out the barbell and make sure that the the, the sleeve where the weights slide onto, mm -hmm. make sure that it spins. Um, at least in the people that we train, like there, you don't want to have a, a barbell where that doesn't spin because it can cause you some wrist problems. Um, it just it's a sign of a high quality barbell. What it allows it to do is it allows like as you're moving the bar, picture yourself like bringing the bar up to your the rack, front rack right. position. It allows the plates right. to spin around because as they normally would. You don't want that that to be like a stiff yeah uh, if your if your collars right if your sleeves don't spin you have a cheap barbell mm -hmm. that you don't want to buy so let's we can just <laughs> skip that one yeah Any, anything mean, you buy off road will spin if you start looking at if you're just look you know, if you're starting off and you're this is my first barbell and you start to look at rogue site you're going to be overwhelmed by the number of barbells that they have yeah their basic barbell is good enough the ohio bar yeah. they call it their, their basic barbell is is perfect and the women's yep. barbell is called the bella bar i mean you don't have to get the olympic bars or any anything else else yeah. that's crazy but um, and another thing to watch out for on barbell before we get into <clears> the plates <throat> is <throat> the knurl which is like the uh, indented part that you actually grip those vary from brand to brand and barbell to barbell as to how sharp and aggressive they feel there's nothing worse than <laughs> getting a barbell yeah. that you think you're going to love and then realizing it's like destroying your hands <laughs> so uh, you want to the like the Ohio bar, for example, will have an average neural. If yeah. you go to buy like a powerlifting bar or one that's made for deadlifting a thousand pounds, it's gonna have a super aggressive grip that's just gonna destroy you. So don't go to the extreme when you buy a barbell. Like we have an easy curl bar and that's probably like more the equivalent of like a cheap barbell. Right. It and it has the most aggressive <laughs> neural that you yeah. can and it's probably it's, eight to nine years old and has not worn down <laughs> and like i'm like i have to stop my set of curls just because my hands are dying yeah. not because you know of anything else because so. your biceps are worn out <laughs> yeah all right let's talk about plates plate this is an important piece in your purchasing of, of barbells and plates make sure that you get plates that are the appropriate diameter mm -hmm. and what i mean by that is that like every plate is as like a, as big as a 45 pound plate a Which they're, gonna, they're called bumper plates. Yeah, a forty-five the, the rubber bumper plates. A forty-five pound plate is so is so big. A ten pound plate weighs ten pounds, but is the same size. Yeah. What we don't want to get is those metal plates that are like the twenty-five is smaller, the ten is smaller, the five is smaller, because when we're doing things like pulling a deadlift off the ground or even just picking up your barbell, your barbell if you have just twenty-fives on there is so low to the ground, it's not a safe position. You have to 
I'm yeah. as your coach, I'm going to make you build it up and build a platform to pull that bar off the proper height. It's going to be a pink pain in the butt. Right. So just, I would invest in bumper plates. They're much quieter. They're easier to move around your gym and they're going to be all the same diameter. Yep. And if you just point. like Google bumper plates on rogue, you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> if you Google bumper plates on rogue, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't, you know, what I'm talking so, about. <laughs> it, you're going to see what I'm talking about and you'll understand what I'm talking about with them all being the yeah. same size so when we talk about the plates that we want we want to you know start off with um, some tens some 15s I think 15 especially for women is a very usable weight there um, a pair of 25s and some 45s mm-hmm. but you're also going to want to grab some metal fives and two and a halfs because yep. we're going to want to build especially things like presses and bench presses we're not going to want to build Five 20 pounds at a, pounds at a time ten, yeah. by popping tens on each side. Right. We're going to need those smaller increments. I think people forget the two and a halfs a lot. Two and a halfs are, are super important when it comes to the upper body pressing. Yeah. <clears throat> and those can be cheap metal change plates that you get at Walmart or yeah. whatever. Don't need to spend a lot of money on those. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. The five, the two and a halfs and fives can be your cheap metal plates, but everything else should be the bumper plates. Hey, we man, suggest. I, I would say... That's a great, that those weights that you just mentioned mm-hmm. are exactly where you should start. Um, if you plan on getting really strong, I would put <laughs> your money into one additional pair of 25s and one additional pair of 45s. Mm-hmm. If you have two pairs of 45s and two pairs of 25s, you can load the bar up to 325 pounds really easily and, and still have room to go yeah, with some change from there. Part. So, <clears throat> and just having those extra 25s is really handy because as you load from like 135, 185, 225, 275, yeah. having the 25s is really handy. <clears throat> we didn't put this on the list, but you should buy some clips yeah. for your barbell too. Don't ever use them when you're bench pressing, but clips for squats, deadlifts, mm-hmm. anything else that you're doing, keep safety press. first, keep yep. the weights from sliding off. No reason to spend a lot of money on these unless you're a baller. I, we have one pair of really nice clips that I bought at the Rogue Invitational uses. two years ago for maybe $80. Jeez. It was a huge splurge, but man, I love those things. But the stupid little spring clips that you put on and off, yeah. those work just fine if you can spare a little bit of frustration. The, the difference is like the, the nice clips that he got, as you move the barbell around, you'll notice like you, you're doing deadlifts or whatever, you, you drop the bar they do not move right. those things are solid in place like mm-hmm. the, the clips that i have are cheap little plastic know, plastic clips and as i'm working out they get loose and the, and the weights slide down and yeah. i have to just readjust them it's no big deal the plates are going to stay on they're not going to fly off but i have to readjust <laughs> them every time the bar bounces yeah. his are like locked in yeah. place hey can we can we uh, pause <clears throat> this podcast and change the seats because i'm gonna i'm getting a sunburn on this side <laughs> no, of my face yeah. i need to rotate around <laughs> all right we're almost done that was fifth sixth thing is a jump rope again i was thinking about all the programs i write Mm -hmm. there's not one program i write that i don't usually have a jump rope in there this if you don't have a place to run you don't have anything else in your gym to get your heart rate up and you don't want to spend all your time doing jumping jacks yeah i'm gonna have you doing some jump rope it's really good for uh improving your coordination too it is there's so, a reason that rocky was doing all those mm-hmm. jump rope i love to use them in warm-ups to get your heart rate up and i love to use them in conditioning mm-hmm. to get your to keep your heart rate up during yeah. the conditioning workout good for travel so, also there's two kinds of jump ropes out there there is the rubber kind that you're probably used to just ignore the beaded kind that we had all had in elementary school that's not what <laughs> the we're double talking dutch. about there's the rubber 
jump ropes, jelly. like a jelly rope. And then there are speed ropes that are wire. If mm -hmm. you have an indoor gym and you have mats, I definitely recommend, even if you're just a beginner in jump rope and you're not doing double unders yet, I recommend the speed rope. Mm -hmm. They're not they're not heavy on you on your arms to spin and they have like a, a ball bearing in there so you can when they spin when you when you rotate your arm like the rope will spin mm -hmm. the jelly ropes are kind of like you know it's a, like a piece of i don't know silicone or plastic or something and then <laughs> it's there's a piece a, of jelly a big plastic handle and they make your shoulders tired yeah. and like they don't spin easily so they're going to be really hard to like learn more of the advanced jump rope skills but all this to say, if you only jump rope outside, only go with a jelly rope. Yeah. The the um, wire jump ropes cannot handle spinning on the concrete. They will rip up day one. <laughs> Slow, they'll be dangerous. you will literally be making sparks as you jump rope. <laughs> so, depends on where you jump rope. If you jump rope outside only, jelly rope. If you jump rope on any kind of matted surface, I would go with a speed rope. And again, you're going to be overwhelmed by the number. We actually were just trying to give away a jump rope. Yeah. But no one took advantage <laughs> of my do 10 burpees in costume yesterday. And I was going to send somebody a jump rope. Yep. No one took advantage. No one wanted to Maybe do 10 Maybe I haven't logged into Instagram. No today, one so. did 10 burpees. I'm disappointed in this. <laughs> but you can get a jump rope for like 20 to $30. A good speed rope on Rogue. I mean, they'll go all the way up to 70 bucks, but just... It's a good stocking uh, stuff. All you need is like a 20 ish dollar speed rope yeah all right last thing on the list <clears throat> get out your checkbook is a cardio machine <laughs> this is like you know like we said you know numbers one through three were like get you started mm -hmm. then you're gonna add the squat rack and the barbell on the plates and the jump rope you're good to go i mean i would honestly put jump rope after the bands like let's move jump rope so <laughs> okay. dumbbells bench bands in a jump rope will get you going for a long time yeah then you're ready to add some strength you're going to go with the squat rack with the pull-up bar barbells and plates now we've been working out for a while we're always going to have like this reason why we can't go outside like the kids are inside we don't want to leave the house it's raining it's cold it's hot whatever it is outside <laughs> we can't get our heart rate up inside our garage space some sort of cardio machine mm -hmm. and this is your preference what mm -hmm. you have space for what you have money for what you like to do this can be the cheap treadmill that we the walking pad the walking pad we run on that sucker all the time um <clears throat> it that's can about be 350 dollars it can be like a bike like a like an assault bike an echo bike a schwinn the airdyne. airdyne bike those those are fairly cheap you can get a lot well those There's, are those are about 750 dollars. well i got some used ones for my gym that yeah. were that were cheap those are great i mean just just something to get going on you yeah. know it does not have to be like the the nice yeah you know, bike, I mean, even, like a, even like a used like spin bike yeah that's what i mean work. like those schwinn schwinn things i'm I not had even talking the about gym. the fam i'm just talking about yeah. like you know the ones with like the metal disc yeah whatever, whatever it is whatever it is so this can be a, a treadmill a bike or a rower yeah i mean there's also skiers out there same yeah. thing i don't we've personally never used a skier but i'm sure they're great too but anything that can get you getting your heart rate up yeah without having an excuse of like hey i can't i can't leave the gym space yep and this is good too just for like um mm -hmm. even not part of your training but just being active like yeah, you got steps in. you got 30 minutes to kill like you have to take a long phone call Go sit on the bike and pedal while if you talk to the person. If we have one here, I'd be plugging in outside right now and getting some steps in. <laughs> I think it's warmed up enough to where I'm we can like go for a walk. I'm at like 200 steps. <laughs> I can't take this camper life. I'm at 550. <laughs> it is ridiculous. It's 11 o'clock at home by at home because we have like a lot of space to move. We'd have a couple move. thousand steps. Yeah, that would be like at 4,000 yeah, steps Yeah, we got to go now. for a walk after this. I'm like under 
500. All right, do you want to throw in any bonus yes. items that aren't that are kind of like fun to have? <clears throat> so you've you've got all your your, your setup. You're all the way through the cardio machine. Now you, someone says like, "What do you want for Christmas?" <laughs> and you're like, "Well, I just made this whole purchase of my gym equipment, but here's some bonus things you can ask for." An ab mat. What is an ab mat? An ab mat is you put it under your back to do sit-ups and but it's kind of counterintuitive ab mat goes on your back not on your abs look it up i highly recommend one of these for sit-ups like i put sit-ups in the programs all the time this just makes like makes sit-ups better yeah gives you like a place to support your low back Mm -hmm. and kind of hinge on when you do sit-ups yep google it it's like twenty dollars yeah they're easy they're cheap a slam ball if i could require i've said this many times in the podcast require every one of our clients to have a slam ball i would they are cheap and they are a great piece of cardio equipment it's like a rubber ball that you take overhead and you slam on the ground and it doesn't bounce it's like a dead weight like it's it's, it's not like a medicine ball like that will bounce back at you it's not rubber i mean it is rubber it feels like a flat ball it's full of sand yeah yeah. or not sand i don't know what it's full of but anyway you just slam it exactly what it sounds like a slam ball right but man they're great it's like a great substitute like if you have had back problems with kettlebell swings Mm -hmm. in the past a lot of people can do slam ball without a problem it's a conditioning tool but man they will fire up your arms and legs Mm -hmm. too so i like our slam ball yep and the last thing i would get is what about a weight on the slam ball um probably like 15 to 20 for women and then like 20 to 30 for men that's pretty much all you need because this is something that it's not gonna you're not gonna try to load this heavy this is something that you're gonna do on repetition Mm -hmm. okay (laughs) i i like the 20 for myself and like at the gym i would grab i would say like women grab the 20s men grab the 30s and then you know if you need to scale 15 i use 100 use a 30 um and these can be gotten off of amazon yeah they're cheap yeah. I feel sorry for the delivery drivers <laughs> delivering some of this stuff. All right. And the last thing to ask for is a kettlebell. Because even though you have dumbbells and you can do like dumbbell swings, they're awkward. Mm-hmm. I, I really appreciate that we have some kettlebells. Mm-hmm. I, I like to use them a lot. And they're an, another great conditioning piece. Yeah. Um, for the sizes on these, for women, I would go like 26 to 35. Like the, the sizes of kettlebells are kind of weird. Yeah. But um 26 to 35 for women if you if you're like a su- like super novice then they have an 18 pound mm-hmm. so 18 26 or 35 mm-hmm. and then for men 35 45 or 53 mm-hmm. is this are the sizes there yeah so i would two two kettlebell size two kettlebells of various sizes is pretty much all you need i, I mean you can even get away with one if you just like i have a x kettlebell but i would yeah. i like to have like probably two so you have like a lighter one and Mm -hmm. then one that you're gonna use for some heavier things so you can do swings of course you can do goblet squats i can you can even do like kettlebell curls sumo deadlifts sumo deadlifts they're fantastic for sumo deadlifts um Mm -hmm. i use these a lot i would say kettlebells something you could probably buy used pretty well Mm -hmm. like check be careful on those two for used because we found that we do have some like off-brand ones and the handles are very thick and they are rigid and so like you know kettlebell is going to move you're going to move when you say rigid you mean like like it's got there's like a seam that will rough up your hands yeah like just yeah you need to test it out yeah test it out and you know we've 
we have rogue kettlebells from the gym and then we have the cheap kettlebells we got when we first started buying kettlebells and those are rusted out <laughs> and the rogue ones have stood the test what a surprise time. the better ones are better <laughs> they're they stood the test of time they were sitting in an outdoor garage gym for yeah. years and years and years and years and years sweating in the houston humidity and they turned out fine which is a little bit of a little bit of love on them every once mm-hmm. in a while polish a little bit them of oil. up yeah I think that you just made me think about that expression when you think about buying buying anything you're like man there's like a really cheap option for this there's an expensive option Mm -hmm. the expression buy once cry once sometimes it's worth it to spend the extra money on the nicer thing that is going to last longer than to buy the cheap thing that ends up wearing out and you got to buy it again so think about that that whenever i purchased like i when i opened my gym i opened like january 18th so i purchased everything on like the the black friday sales Mm -hmm. for my gym and it was the i remember going when the guy delivered this i i ordered like the rogue package of kettlebell so it was like four of every size like the 18 i think it was actually like six of every size all the way up to the 70s and and it was in a pack it was like like, on a pallet on a pallet and the delivery driver came it was just me and him there and he was like <laughs> he's like you gonna help me with how are we gonna get these cut i mean they, they were wrapped like yeah and he was like do you know what this is and i was like it's kettlebells and it was so heavy like he almost like i can't i can't remember the he situation. had one of those like dollies you pull a pallet with but there was he a kind of a ramp injured himself the- <laughs> bad trying to get these kettlebells delivered anyway yeah. that's not the that's not the cry once that i'm talking about <laughs> <laughs> all right you gonna put this list in the show notes? All mm-hmm. right, cool. So that's the first seven things to buy if you <clears throat> want to start working out home and working out at home. And hopefully, we convinced you that if you're not as consistent as you want to be, maybe working out at home could be the missing piece for that. Yeah. All right. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Leave us a rating review if you have time. If this is your first time watching us on YouTube, subscribe before Even you leave. You can't really see us because the sun has turned to like <laughs> shadows in here. Oh well. All right. Hope you guys had a good day. Thank you all for listening. We truly appreciate it. But real quick, before we go, do us a favor and subscribe to the podcast and leave us a review. Be sure and follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Digital Barbell for all of the latest and greatest free content. If you're interested in working with Blakely and I, we'd love to talk. Apply for coaching with the link in the description of this episode or by visiting digitalbarbell.com. We'd love to talk about helping you reach your goals with a training and nutrition program built just for you. Thanks again and have a great day.